How much more do you want from me? More. How much more successful do you want me to be? More successful. How many records can my records break? More records. But, but I'm the best. But are you a different animal and the same beast? What the f does that mean, Kobe Bryant? You're welcome. What the f is he talking about? That was my favorite Kobe Bryant. Well, one of my favorite Kobe Bryant commercials of all time. Uh, I want to thank you for clicking on my show. This is going to be episode 69 of Johnny Knows Best. And uh, it is called Remembering Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant. Because today is January 26th, 2021, and today is the one-year anniversary of the death of Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Um, of course, they died on January 26th, 2020, one year ago, um, in a helicopter crash uh, where it killed Kobe Gianna, who's 13 years old, baseball coach John Ottobelli, I think I said that right, and uh, five other passengers and a pilot were all killed on impact. It was a very horrific, tragic accident, and um, it started off like, uh, to me, in my opinion, it started off a chain of tragic events that would occur in 2020, um, both, uh, you know, all over the world and personally for me, because uh, 2020 is also the year that my mother, Mabel Mays, passed away, um, which I've talked about a bunch of times on this show. But uh, yeah, really, when uh, 2020 started to go downhill for me was when Kobe passed away. Um you know, and uh, I remember it. I remember it being Sunday. I think I had worked both of my jobs the Saturday, the day before. So I was off that Sunday. I, I had both. I was off from both jobs and I was just, you know, just chilling that day on Facebook, you know, minding my own business, scrolling. And uh, I saw it, you know, I saw someone. I can't remember who, because this was a year ago, but I saw someone post, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, um, that morning. And uh, you know how you see someone post rest in peace to like a famous celebrity, and uh, you immediately, I immediately when I see that, you know, I don't always jump to a conclusion that the person is dead because that's happened several times or especially if it's somebody like really, really famous, like a Kobe Bryant or a Jackie Chan or, you know, it's been posted several times that uh, Shaquille O'Neal had died. And uh, so when you see that, when it's somebody that's just so, so famous I automatically don't read in anything to it. I'm like, yeah, right. Kobe Bryant is not dead because it was just it's just something 
that you would see that you'd automatically, you know, not even think that it's real. So I saw that and I'm like, okay, Kobe Bryant, Kobe's not dead. You know, you know, that that's a horrible thing to say. Um, so I kept scrolling and then with like a few more minutes, I saw it again, Kobe Bryant you know, uh, killed Kobe Bryant dead at age, um, 41. I kept seeing that. And, um, so finally, I, you know, whenever I see so that someone has passed, whenever I see it, someone famous has passed like two or three times on Facebook, I immediately Google it. And uh, sure enough, it came up, you know, Kobe Bryant had passed away. Um, And I was just, it really like shook me. It was just shocking because, you know, Kobe Bryant's my, or was to, to this day, a year later, 365 days later, it's still very shocking. I'm still, it, to me, honestly, it didn't really start to set with me until like a, a few months ago when my mom passed away. You know, it just, it, I thought about all, you know, everybody that really passed away this past year, you know, starting with Kobe. And, um, yeah, he was a very big inspiration to me. Probably one, probably my favorite athlete ever of all time. And, um, that's why, you know, I was really like shook up. I couldn't believe it. It really had me in a state of shock. And I probably went through every emotion, you know, all the, uh, the, the five stages of death. You know, I definitely was in denial at first. And I kept hoping that, you know, it would be one of these like horrible mistakes. After like a, a, a few hours, you find out, well, no, he's not really dead. It was just, you know, um, a mistake made by people um, that just got out of hand. But, you know, it quickly on social media and the news, I remember messaging, you know, several people close to me, you know, Kobe Bryant passed away, you know, and they being in shock. And then it just, it came out, you know, that it was true that, you know, Kobe really had passed away. And I was just shook up about it. Really just, you know, just, uh, it really messed me up. It really ruined, ruined my day off. Um, ruined me that whole week. I think that whole week I was really just walking around in shock, just listening, you know, to different, things on the news I, I normally don't watch the news because it's mostly it's mostly negative depressing stuff anyway but uh you know I was glued to the news that week um when Kobe passed away and then um so first just I just remember just being in shock about about that about you know Kobe being gone and then um, I think uh, it was my friend Aaron. You know, he had commented on one of my posts, and he was like, uh, 
Yeah, I'm hearing that, you know, his daughter was on the um, helicopter, too, because we didn't know that at first. At first, we were just hearing that Kobe, you know, was in the accident. So I heard a few people say that, and I didn't want that to be true. Um, But, yeah, it, it turns out Gianna Bryant, you know, she was with her father. And, uh, you know, she passed away, too, 13 years old. Had her whole life ahead of her, and it got kind of snuffed out. And, uh, you know, it's it's really, really depressing. I said on my last episode, I wasn't going to have any really more, uh, any, any more serious podcasts <laughs> for a while. But I knew that this uh, was coming up this week. I actually thought, for some reason, that it was later in the week. But I knew it was coming up, the one-year anniversary of this whole thing. And uh, I actually thought I, I, I would have, like, maybe, like, one or two episodes in between it. But I definitely got to talk about this. You know, I'm not going to go on too long today. Um, and I might just keep this at, right up under 30 minutes. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was just shocking to find out that his daughter was with him. And, uh, you know, the five other little girls, I think it was five other ones. Um, you know, I actually took the time to look this up. And turns out it was just three, you know, little girls. That's counting uh, Gianna. It was like two of her teammates. And then... Uh, Otto Bellies, you know, I talked about John Otto Belli, his wife. That would make one, two, three, and Kobe would be four, then wife. And then, uh, yeah, it was just three kids. It seemed like to me there was more kids that died during this. Is that right? Yeah, so it, it was just the three kids and then their parents and then the pilot. But it was nine people total that died. But it, to me, it always seemed like there was more kids that passed away. I guess that's just the Mandela effect. That's just my mind telling me that. Because um, I do remember, you know, when all, everybody was making tributes to uh, Kobe and Gianna, people being uh, real pissed off. And what about the other kids? What about the other, uh, you know, people that died during the the accident like you know is it to say just because people were upset about Kobe's and Gigi's death that we didn't care about <laughs> you know what I'm saying like the the other people that got killed and that couldn't be further than the truth yeah Kobe is probably like one of the most well-known at or he was one of the most well-known athletes in the world so obviously that's why people cared, you know, that he had passed away. But uh, you know, every it's horrific that any of the kids died. First of all, because they were kids and they had their whole lives ahead of them. And then you know, any of the parents, you know, they were with their kids. And uh, I think the one little girl, uh, you know, she wasn't. She didn't. She was just with them. She didn't even have her parents with her. Um, no, I guess she did. There was a, 
you know, I guess they all had their parents with them. But, um, because her mom was there, her mom passed away. It's just tragic all around, you know, just because, you know, all the survivors aren't well-known people, it still doesn't make their death any less tragic. That's stupid. That was the one thing that got me mad in the days after this whole tragedy that people kept saying, you know, it seemed like people got offended almost that people were talking about Kobe and Gianna and not the other people, you know, including the pilot, you know, his life matters too. You know, um, it's just, it's just a tragedy. One of these, one of the most horrific, tragic, you know, in the world, you have tragic things happen every day in America, especially here lately. You have tragic things that happen all the time. But this, this was just different. I think because there was, you know, young children on, on board, you know, as bad as it was, if, you know, if it had just meant Kobe and a bunch of, of adults, the fact that there were kids on board, you know, young girls, it makes it that much harder to uh, cope with and deal with. And like I said, I really do think it really set the, the tone for the rest of the year of it just being like kind of a, a depressing year. And uh, let's remember this, too, like COVID, the pandemic and all that. It wasn't even really a thing yet. It hadn't even started. You know, uh, I think COVID-19, it had broke out in China. Um, it was a it was kind of like because if you go back and look at the news, the newspapers from the day that Kobe died, uh, you know, the pandemic had had just started in China and it was becoming a thing, but it was kind of like in the background. It, you know, even even as far back as December 2019, it was starting to be a thing. But it was like way, it wasn't like a main story in the news. And, um, yeah, it, who knew that uh, COVID-19 would become such a big story, you know, just a few months later. But it... It really did, but uh, you know, a year ago, this was the most probably the most tragic. This was the top story in the United States for a pretty good while. It looked like you know, this was just like when Michael Jackson died. It, it was a big deal for like a, it dominated the news and uh, especially sports in general. The sports news, the the, the sports world was shook up by this for a very very long time um like i've had important athletes die my lifetime you know hank aaron the great hank aaron just passed away a few days ago i didn't uh talk about that in my last episode um larry king the uh famous journalist larry king he died after you know being sick for like a, a good while you know he finally passed away i didn't talk about larry king or uh hank aaron um in my last uh episode but they they both passed away i think uh they both passed away saturday i think on the same day i believe um and uh i could be wrong about that if i'm wrong about that i apologize but I know they, they passed away very closely. 
And, uh, you, you know, yeah, famous people, we have famous people die every year, every month. But uh, this Kobe thing, it really, really shook me up. Um, just him being an icon, uh, just because I grew up with him, you know, since I was a teenager, you know, I followed Kobe Bryant's whole career. He's only a few years older than me. So we kind of grew up together, became men together. And um, it really, like uh, like I said, my favorite basketball player, my favorite NBA player of all time is Kobe Bryant. And uh, I would have told you that, you know, 13 months ago, I would have told you that before this happened. It's not because he passed away that he's my favorite. He always was my favorite basketball player. And um, I know a lot of people, a couple of people asked me why I hadn't said anything about it um, today. That's because I really wanted to put this episode out and um, talk about it and, uh, you know, get my feelings out you know last year when this happened i did an episode talking about kobe and uh talking about what he meant to me and uh you can go back and listen to that it's uh it was uh, episode 51 you can actually scroll down on here if you can go on anchor and scroll down all my old episodes and you can get to that. I actually did uh, a few days. Because it took me a few days to even get myself to where I could even talk about it. That's how I shook up how I was about it. It was almost like a family member dying to me. Um, like one of my, like an older brother. Like it, or, or or older cousin or something. Like he really felt like he was a family member. So that's why I had to go through the stages of grief before I could even talk about it. But uh, I haven't even listened to that since last year. I got to go back and listen to that. I might go back and listen to it myself tonight because uh, I know I was in 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 deep in grief when Kobe passed away. Um, but you can hear just how much he meant to me. You know, I talk about his influence and, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into that now because I could probably talk a whole hour about just how, what Kobe Bryant meant to me. And, uh, you know, not just as a basketball player, but as a man, as a father, you know, the, he made mistakes as a husband or, you know, early on in his marriage, but he became a better husband, too, because of those mistakes that he made, because Vanessa, his wife, you know, she stuck by him. And, uh, you know, they had all all girls, his four girls, you know, including Gianna. And, um, you know, he still has three of them left. It just, it, it really, you know, he just, as a man, Kobe, I aspired to be like Kobe Bryant. Just, you know, with my work ethic, with, uh, you know, with my family, you know, just to be the kind of inspiration that he was. He was an inspiration to a lot of people. Like a real life superhero, he inspired people. And uh, we don't have that many people like that left in the world. We got a few, but uh, you know, it's 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 far less. It's far. It's not as many 
people left in in the world like that that there should be and it's it's really sad and um i don't know man it's depressing to talk about i don't like talking about losing someone as momentous as as kobe bryant and wouldn't be the last person that important to me that i would lose in 2020 i'm not even talking about my mom you know, you know, Chadwick Bozeman, another inspirational person, you know, a few months later, he would pass away. Like 2020 was rough. I think if y'all sit down and really think about everybody that 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 we lost last year and just like the personal losses and then, you know, just like the pandemic and then, you know, all the, uh, you know, racial injustice that happened last year it was last year was a lot it really was so that's why in 2021 we kind of just wanted to decompress and then you had all that mess happen with the capitol building a couple weeks ago um you know it's just it's been a lot 2020 was a lot to deal with and uh like it really like i said it kind of all started a year ago with, with kobe's death and uh, I had posted a few days ago that, you know, I'm, I think about him all the time. Probably, like, I don't go more than two or three days without thinking about Kobe Bryant. That's how important he was to me. You know, I think about my own mother every day. But I think about Kobe and his family and, uh, you know, just what his death meant because, you know, he was going to basketball practice with Gianna, with his daughter, and um, he didn't expect to die that Sunday morning. He didn't expect to uh, pass away, and it kind of just makes you think every day that you get up, you don't expect it to be your last day on earth, but you don't know it could be. Um, it, no, tomorrow's not promised. You know, I've lived my own life with a brain cyst and a brain tumor and I've had strokes and I've had seizures and uh, I never know you know how much longer I got I don't know if I'm gonna make it to 2022 I don't know if I'm gonna make it till next week I sort of live my life trying to survive one day at a time and uh, but I never know if I'm gonna make it I never know if I'm gonna live to see the next day and Kobe, and, uh, you know, I've always had that mindset of tomorrow not being promised, but Kobe's death really made me reflect and think about it a lot more, and uh, it really brought back a lot of uh, things to the forefront. Um, Yeah, it was just, it it was just a horrible thing. and uh, it, I, I, I do think it made me appreciate a lot of the people that were close to me a lot more. Not that you don't appreciate them all the time, but you kind of just, as you live life, you become complacent, I guess. And you expect to, uh, when, you, when you talk to somebody, you expect to talk to them tomorrow. That's why you say, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow or I'll, you know, I'll see you around or whatever. You expect to, to, uh, 
to to live to see them again or for them to live to see you again and uh you know that kind of kobe the way he passed away it kind of woke me up that you know it's not a sure thing you know you see somebody somebody you talking to right now and you know even with the the pandemic and people get i know people right now close to me that have covid19 i'm not gonna say their name they might not you know want that out there but i know people right now they're dealing with this virus and um they got plans they don't plan on being sick forever they plan on being okay in a few weeks or a month or so but that's just there's no guarantee in that it's no that's no guarantee that's going to happen you know they could be gone in a month the virus could kill them and you don't need to even think about it in the terms of a pandemic or a virus you could step off the curb tomorrow and get hit by a car. You know, somebody could shoot you, you know, with all the crazy shit that's going on. You know, excuse my language. I, I didn't put a parental advisory on this podcast. I didn't intend to curse, but anything can happen is my point. You could have a heart attack. You could just go to sleep, have a stroke in your sleep and just not wake up and just be dead. You know, that's what happened to my mom. She went to sleep. She took a nap. Like she always takes a nap. You know, she would take her daily naps in the afternoon after after lunch. And she just didn't wake up. You know, just went on to heaven. You know, it was I was told there was a massive stroke and it was probably painless. At least that's what I was told. But who really knows? Because she was by herself. But I'm sure my mom intended to wake up. She had plans. Sometimes, you know, it's just not meant to be. Sometimes God just calls you home. For whatever reason, God needed Kobe Bryant and Gianna and all the other people on that helicopter. He needed them, I guess, more than the world did. And uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's very sobering. It's very serious. I hate that I keep having all these serious podcasts. I'm so square. I'm going to get back to lighter stuff. Um, <laughs> probably this week. I'm gonna. I know me and my friend Mike Jensen. Shout out to Mike. We're supposed to do a Royal Rumble recap after the Royal Rumble this Sunday, and uh, I think I got another show in my um, sleeve that I'm going to try to put out. Um, before that, later on this week, probably Thursday or Friday, uh, I'm gonna put that out. But yeah, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for clicking on my podcast. Go back and listen to episode 68, which was a really good uh, episode. I had uh, Chase Anderson and uh, Casey Kelly. They were my guests, and we talked about Donald Trump. And uh, we talked about a whole bunch of other things. Go back and listen to that. It should be right up under this one when I post it. But uh, when you go on Anchor, follow me on Anchor. Favorite me on Anchor. But yeah, you know, just hug your loved ones, everybody, because tomorrow's not promised. Kobe Bryant, probably one of the greatest basketball players not just black african-american basketball players but basketball players one of the greatest people in sports 
one of the greatest competitors ever, ever. People that are not have not been born yet, they're not going to be as good as Kobe Bryant was on the basketball court. He was just, he was in the league of his own. He was one of the, the greatest. To me, he was a GOAT, greatest of all time. But I know a lot of people will put LeBron and uh, they'll put Jordan over him and they'll put like a host of other people over Kobe. But he just, he was really great. He was just one of my favorites. Like I said, not only because of who he was as a basketball player, but just who he was as a person. And, um, yeah, um, I'm going to text a bunch of people close to me and tell them that I love them and tell them that they're important to me and uh, that I need them in my life. As corny as that sounds, I hate that I'm in that mindset right now. But sitting here reflecting on Kobe and Gianna, I think it's important. Hug your, hug your people. You know, be good to your people because you don't know how long you got them on this planet. Hug your kids because, you know, you don't know how long you're going to have with your kids. And just be good to each other. That's my message in every podcast, every episode of Johnny Knows Best that I do. That's my message. But, you know, it gets lost in the shuffle sometimes. But I think it's a really important message for all of us that, uh, you know, we really need to be better individuals to each other. And I think if we do that, we can in turn make this world a better place. But anyway, this has been episode uh, 69 of Johnny Knows Best. It wasn't what I planned on doing, but, you know, this was just too momentous of a day to not talk about. And uh, I'm going to get up with y'all later. I got a couple other shows I'm going to drop this week. Look out for that. You know, like I said, thanks for all the support. Thanks, y'all, for listening. And I'll holler.